Welcome to the HD CEO Psyche Podcast. I am your host, Ashley Brianna Eve. This is the show for the sacred rebel entrepreneurs who are ready to experience power, purpose, and prosperity in business their way. I am a leading human design business expert trained by the official schools and certified Gene Keys mentor studying with Richard Rudd. This is a no bullshit podcast bringing you alignment and ass kickery to help you embody your design, rewire your beliefs, and scale your soul-led business in a way that simplifies making money online. Now, fair warning, I am a fan of the cursey words, so if that is not your jam, this is likely not the place for you. If it is, welcome to the family, and I can't wait to get to know you. Let's get started. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the module going over hanging gates. This is something that I've spoken about multiple times in this certification, and I think it's really important that I make sure this is incredibly clear because it impacts the energy of a chart significantly. So it's important that we're understanding this. So there's two types, essentially, of hanging gates, right? So this is my body graph. We'll use 48 as an example. So I have 48, which is a hanging gate in a defined center. And I have 64, which is a hanging gate in an undefined center, right? It's undefined because there's a hanging gate. My solar plexus is open because there's no activations at all. These are going to have two different expressions. I'm always going to know I have depth and be seeking the depth. I actually have a really interesting video that I uploaded as a replay for you guys. And it's the RAM bonus call. I think I termed it RAM bonus call incarnation cross. You can check that out. And I talk about how gate 48 is expressed within my chart. And so gate 48, especially because it's conscious, it's personality, it's black. That's something I have access to. And it's also who I think I am, right? I think I'm someone that has depth because our personality is who we think we are. Now, if we're looking at gate 64, and actually, let me step back a little bit, one step before I go to gate 64. This is also, right, somewhere that I can tend to fall into the conditioning. So I have energy moving through the channel of judgment 58 to 18, and then 48 with no gate 16. So something about this hanging gate is I can also fall into the conditioning of gate 16 and think that I need more skills. Gate 16 is the gate of skills, the energy of skills. And what's really important to understand is I'm not necessarily meant to be seeking skills. I'm here to seek depth, more depth to what I offer. And at the same time, skills aren't bad, right? It's open in me. So I'm here to be wise on skills and help gate 16s, like gate 16s that come into my life, utilize their skills in a powerful way because I'm wise on it. It's undefined gate 16 for me. So it's not that I'm just here to be naive about skills or not understand skills or anything like that. I'm actually here to be very wise about skills. And even if we look at my profile, the trial and error through the first 30 years of my life has allowed me to be the role model on wisdom with skills and how to use your skills in an optimal way to increase performance and manifestation, right? Of your desires. Someone has a defined ego, defined throat, manifestation of the desires, manifestation of your will, how to use your skills for that. So it's not that we just ignore the skills, right? So that's something important to understand as well. But when I start seeking skills rather than seeking depth, I'm operating through the incorrect use of that energy. It's 
wise on skills. Now, with the hanging gate in an undefined center, I do not have access to that. Your clients will not have access to that. That is why if you're offering one-off sessions, I don't even recommend touching it. I wouldn't even go there. Truthfully, I don't even do hanging gates really in defined centers on one-off calls. I don't do one-off calls anymore, but when I did, why? That's not really the point. The point are the channels. The point are the channels, right? That's the quantum, what Ra called the quantum, the channels. And it's it's not, what's really important to understand, it's not gate 26 plus gate 44 equals the channel surrender. It's a completely different energy. The design of a transmitter gate 26 to 44 is not 26 plus 44 equals A plus B equals C. That's not what it is. It's its own energy. Um, so that's just something to be aware of when you're um, synthesizing a chart. You're not just adding the two gates together. It is its own energy. And the main book, the science, what is it? The Bible, the science of differentiation book, it gives you the channel and then broken down the gates as well. But just ensure that if it's a channel, you're speaking on the channel. So gate 64 is a hanging gate in an undefined center. So I don't actually have access to that. No one with a hanging gate has access to that energy. Okay. So I only have access to that if I'm in someone's energy that's defining the head center or if the neutrino field is defining my head center. So let's see what the transit is today. Okay, so today I have access to my head center because we have the channel of awareness, a design of a thinker, which is 61 to 24 activated in Pluto. Whoa. That's a powerful energy and the North node, lots of powerful energy there, um, but it's activated. So I do have access to gate 64. If the head center is not activated either by someone's energy or the neutrinos, I do not have access to 64. Now, when we're also looking at gates, what's so important to understand and why you guys have a training in astrology, you have a certification within astrology here, is that matters. And let me pull, or it's not going to show... That's okay. It's not going to show the pop-ups. That's all right, though. So this is activated. If you look over to 64, so I can highlight it for you, that's Mars, um, line two. Now, this is a really interesting energy because what we're looking at with 64 is the fact I don't have consistent access to that. So my mind is actually under a lot of pressure, um, a lot of pressurized mental activity. And what can end up happening is through operating through the not self, because I don't have consistent access to that, I can make impulsive decisions, take impulsive action from like this urge to make sense of the confusion. And it would be from the not self, not because my strategy and authority has said, yes, this is the correct decision. It's this intense pressurized energy to make sense of things, make sense of the confusion, kind of release that mental pressure. And so taking action on that. Um, now that's one thing to keep in mind. Another thing to keep in mind is this is activated, like I said, through Mars in a second line. And it's, that's actually a very interesting co combination, if I'm being quite honest, because Mars is considered a personal planet, which means its energy is prominent in your outward personality. Like it's, it's you, it's your personality. It's not the collective. In ancient mythology, Mars was the god of war. 
And it's really our drive when we're talking about Mars and astrology. It's our passion. It's our ambition. It's our energy, what we're willing to go to war for, essentially. So it's really interesting because it's what I'm willing to go to war for in this very ease-filled way of the dancer line too, right? So it's actually a really powerful energy of, yeah, I'm willing to die on this hill. I'm willing to fight this fight. This is a passion of mine. I have the ambition. I have the energy for this. And it's something that comes just so fucking naturally to me. And that would be really the Mars and line two combination. And I do encourage you, if you really want to understand your clients on a deep level, that you are going in depth in the astrology modules and certification within the Human Design Coaching Academy, because this matters. It matters, this energy, having it in Mars versus Uranus or Jupiter. It really does matter. When we're looking at this from, you know, even Mars, if we're going a little bit deeper, it can also almost be the survival instinct, this like almost animalistic instinct, right? So balancing that with the dancer, and it's meant to be something like this mental confusion and this mental activity and this transition like birth requires this determined strength for the passage through is really what 64 is making sense of the past through reflection. That's the energy of 64 making sense of the past through reflection. And it comes easy to me with line two. I could just go through life dancing with this energy and making sense of the past through reflection. Okay, so what's really important to understand, though, when we're looking at this energy is I do not have consistent access to it. So there might be times where I'm trying to make sense of the past through reflection simply to release pressurized mental activity rather than because it is in alignment for me. And I'll have access to that sometimes and I won't have access to it other times. Something else to keep in mind with a hanging gate in an undefined center like that is when the center is activated as it is today, I will always experience gate 64 in the exact same way because it's defined. I will always experience gate 64 in the exact same way because it's defined. Gate 61, for example, is activated today. I will experience that in the way that is activated either by the neutrino field or other people's energy. So if other, if someone else comes into my energy through gate 61, for example, how it is today, personality, Pluto line six, I'm going to experience it through that. If someone else comes into my energy, you know, I have someone else come into my energy today and they have the personality Jupiter line one. I'm going to experience it through that. And Jupiter and Pluto have very different energy and line one and line six have very different energy. So this is something really important to keep in mind when we are understanding our charts and when we are explaining the charts to, whoops, sorry guys, to someone else. Because it, it does matter. It does matter that we're understanding we have consistent access to hanging gates and defined centers. And we have inconsistent access to hanging gates and undefined centers. That is not something we have access to at all times. And it's also important to realize that the hanging gates and undefined centers, 
that activation stays consistent. So whether we are having an activated head center, for example, through the neutrino field or from someone else being in our energy, that gate 64 expression will be the exact same way every single time. So I am going to have a consistent way of experiencing gate 64 when I'm around someone else that has gate or has the head center active or activates my head center through activations, right? So it doesn't necessarily have to be that they have a defined head center. They could have gate 61, which completes the channel. They could have gate 63 and, and four, right? Like, or they could have 47. If any way, either they have the defined head center or the activations make my head center defined, I'm always going to experience gate 64 the same way. That can't be said for gate 61 and gate 63. As well, I'm here to be wise on gate 61 and gate 63. I'm not here to be wise on gate 64. That is my fixed way of experiencing that energy. And yes, even though it's defined, like I said, that's putting just extra pressure on my head center to want to relieve that mental pressure. You know, and it's something I say all the time to clients, confusion is not bad we often think of pressure or confusion as bad. Neither are bad. We require the pressure from the head center and the root to get energy to our throat for expression. Pressure is not bad. It's what do we do with that pressure? If I take action trying to release, like taking impulsive action, trying to release that pressure to make sense of the confusion, it's not correct. And it will never be correct. And it'll still get me into trouble and making not self-decisions. When I'm following strategy and authority, I can then, when that's activated, make sense of the past through reflection. And I can use my, because it's in Mars, my passion, my energy, especially as a sacral being, my drive and my ambition to make sense of the past through that reflection and bring solutions um, to share to the collective because it's a collective circuit, right? So then I can bring my solutions, my depth, 48. What I see doesn't work by, again, that reflection of the past. Like if we're going to start synthesizing, gate 58 to 18, I'm seeing what doesn't work. I'm seeing what takes us away from the joyous expression of life. I'm seeing what takes us away from truly being embodied and what did not work in the past. And through my depth, when my head center is activated, I'm able to see again this transition that we're making, this passing through we're making through my passion, my drive on where we're going and share that with the collective. Transmit that as a design of a transmitter to the collective. I mean, the channel of surrender is another channel that sees the past, what didn't work in the past and transmits what is bringing us into the future. Like my whole chart is you see what doesn't work in the past and you move us into the future. Now I can either be moving through uh, mental pressure to figure it out, figure out the confusion of how am I moving people into the future? I could also be through the not self of 16 and be trying to figure out, well, I need more skills to move us into the future. What kind of skills can I accumulate to get us into the future? And neither of those are correct. But when I follow strategy and authority, and I allow myself to see what's taking us away from the joyous expression of life, what's taking us away from living our 
best life and I allow that depth, the seeking a depth to come out, I'm naturally going to be able to reflect on the past and then share that with the collective to move us towards the future. But it's never from moving from, it's never from moving from that pressure. We don't move from pressure. The pressure helps us move energy to the throat for expression, but we're never moving from pressure because when we start to make these like hasty, impulsive decisions from pressure or from fear, that's not correct for us. So I hope this short mini training just helps to bring a little bit more clarity on the two types of hanging gates and their role. You know, we even look at my ego and there's two hanging gates, shockwaves, of course, uh, 51 shockwaves and 40 deliverance. The point of transition between struggle and liberation and 51 is the arousing, the ability to respond to disorder and shock through recognition and adaptation. I mean, if we look at 40 even, and with 64, the point of transition between struggle and liberation, it's, and 64 is transition like birth requires a determined strength for the passage through. Well, if I'm not listening and, follow, and following my strategy and authority and being patient for it to be brought to me, I'm not going through the appropriate struggle that's allowing the liberation. I'm not allowing myself to see what doesn't work. So therefore I can share with the collective what does. And I'll always be working against the grain, working against energy. So I hope you guys enjoyed this again. Like I said, um, we've talked about this before, but I think it's so important to really clarify this and make clear the difference between the two because they greatly impact your client's energy. And like I've said before, it's not as simple as just looking at like, oh, that's a center that you're operating through the not self through, or it's this hanging gate because no, it's, we really have to look holistically at our client's energy, really hear what our clients are saying without, and this is really important, really hear what our clients are saying without our own projections or what we are making it mean. And then when we hear what our clients are saying, we can then find the solutions in their body graph where they might be meeting resistance. But it's really important we leave our own agendas aside and leave our own projections aside and really hear what they're saying and look at the energy holistically, not just going straight to centers. Because very rarely is it actually the center that's the issue, to be quite honest. Um, I mean, single definition you're most likely to um, have it through the centers, but still there's so much opportunity for conditioning within the body graph. And it's our role to really be dedicated to the depth and be, you know, a, that's what I'm here for, to teach you guys the depth of the 48. Because again, seeking depth isn't bad. You're here to be wise on depth. If you don't have 48, I'm here to share the depth with 48, right? I. And it's just really important to being committed to the integrity of the information because this kind of stuff, it really does make a big difference in someone's embodiment. All right. I hope you guys have a great day and we'll talk soon.